Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Big Sills! Voice is good today, my friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me get this right. August 12th, right? Ravens. Got some football this week. How you doing? Hey, happy birthday, Jalen Hurts. Congratulations to you. Happy birthday. 25 years young. Pretty amazing journey he's been on. And a fun journey to cover. I like it. Polarizing. I have to say this to you guys. 50,000 plus fans show up last night at Lincoln Financial to watch a scrimmage. You know, the only places I've ever seen a scene like that is in Tuscaloosa, Baton Rouge, Gainesville, um, Tennessee, Neyland Stadium. Those are college towns. Those are college towns. Okay? It's absolutely amazing. Amazing. I mean, that was that was a lot of fun watching that last night. And just looking at that and seeing the fans' reaction on how much they have passion and love for that team and the civic pride you have. I think it's great, man. Kudos to you. That was that was an absolutely fabulous scene. Two new additions. Hey, Eagle fans, you're welcome. I'm going to get to that here in a second here. You're welcome, okay? Oh, and by the way, something that will not be covered to the extent that we will. So what's his name? Um, Help me out here, Tone. Devin Taylor. Cut, third rounder. Fifth highest drafted linebacker since 2008. Failure again at the linebacking position. Okay? Devon Taylor, fifth highest drafted linebacker since 2008. 15 years ago. Fired. So what happens? You have to go to free agency to cover your failures. I mean, this guy went in the same round as N'Kobe Dean. Same round. Jeff goes like this, couldn't stay healthy. Part of the evaluation. Well, wait a minute. Are you under some sort of notion that N'Kobe Dean's a healthy player? Is he hurt right now? 
He was drafted hurt. He was drafted hurt. Are you under some notion? Now, here, let's do this. Because I'm going to go down the list here, your linebacker room. Was it an upgrade on what you did by drafting or signing these guys? Was it an upgrade? Seriously, he couldn't stay healthy? We'll find out if Dean can. We're, we're happy with Dean? Really? So you signed two linebackers. So Joey goes, yes. Okay? Do you guys think your linebacker room is upgraded? Dean is a shwimp. He's a little dude. Let's take a look at your linebacker room, shall we? And you tell me how you feel about the group before I give you my assessment on it. By the way, I like the sign of Miles Jack. I, I, I think, you know, I thought his better playing days were probably in Jacksonville in the last couple of years. And again, his career has been littered with injuries. Okay? And he, he's been an injured player too. So you cut an injured player and sign an in, off an injured player too. Here. Here's your room. N'Kobe Dean, hurt. Nicholas Morrow, fired by the Bears. Miles Jack, fired by the Steelers. Zach Cunningham, fired by the Titans. Christian Ellis, Sean Bradley, and Ben Van Sorden. Whoever. Dude. Who cares? What do you make of that list? Give me a grade on that list. Tell me what you think of that list of names. I'm not crying about nothing, Sway. I'm asking you the question. What do you think of... Nicholas Morrow, Miles Jack, Zach Cunningham, Christian Ellis, and Sean Bradley, and Nicobe Dean. What do you make of that room, your linebacker room? How do you feel about it today on August 7th? A plus. <laughs> C minus. C minus? So then you're assuming then that you were a D room prior to those two guys being signed off the street. Is that right? So all the bullshit you guys were talking last week about the linebacker room that you're so sold on and you guys bullshitting me all last week about what the group you thought, most of you are giving this room now a C minus. You never really believed what you were saying. I did. Is that where we are today on a Monday already? To start the week, you lying already to me? Or are you just coming to grips with reality here? So all that bullshit you said last week, and Tony even goes like this, incomplete. Tone is a true Philadelphia Eagle sports fan. 
I'll tell you when, hey, I'll tell you what my opinion of his loyalty to his city changed is when he said this, that owner hasn't won enough. And I actually think the owner's done a hell of a job. And he's not saying he hasn't done a hell of a job. But what he's saying is he wants more. He's born in an era where the Eagles are always in the NFC title game and he wants another chip. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. B minus, get the F out of here. B minus. You've got more people fired in your linebacker room than maybe any room in the NFL. And you've got a shrimp that's there, the so-called Mike linebacker. There is not a chance in hell, I'll reiterate it one more time, that you have a good enough room to compete. You're going to lose games this year because of this room and the lack of safety play. Okay? Again, I like the Miles Jack sign. I said it actually Sunday morning or Saturday morning that I said that they should sign him and they need to sign him. And sure enough, they signed him after what they saw. They don't have good enough players there right now. To me, it would have made more sense to have TJ Edwards brought back and have N'Kobe Dean play the Will or Sam. Then you could have kind of like had a transition. But they didn't want to do that. It's a failure on Howie Roseman. This is the biggest failure in the offseason. The loss of TJ Edwards and Kaiser White. Again, like I said, over almost 300 tackles. You're not going to replace 300 tackles with two starters, with any one of these guys. Okay? Every one of the players you hired were fired. Dean still needs an opportunity. He's the same size as Patrick. He's not Patrick Willis. Are you crazy? You're comparing. He's the same size as Patrick. Well, hey, just because he's the same size doesn't mean he's not constantly hurt. This guy's banged up all the time. Hey, did he practice today? Did he even practice today? Dude, that guy will not make it through the first four games of the season. And you can bank that. And that's, hey, that is a prediction. He ain't playing the full season. He ain't big enough. He is not big enough. You know, the one thing I see JM go, Kaiser was fired. Yeah, and got a raise. These guys were signed with no money and no commitment. And hey, and you don't have to worry about it. Every guy you say was fired in Philly got a raise. Got a raise. These guys didn't get a raise. They got no money. There's the difference. You signed guys with no commitment. The Bears and the Cardinals gave these guys raises. Once again, bullshit lies. You try to cover a guy because he's in Kelly Green, making it sound like your two signs are the equivalent 
of what Kaiser White signed and TJ Edwards signed was. He tripled his money in Chicago. He's making three times the money, Kaiser White, now in Arizona. And the people you signed, no commitment. Case closed. There is no comment. You put your, the Philadelphia Eagles are notorious for this. Paying good players and committing to good players. They're, get this, they're not connect, committed to Nicholas Morrow. They're not committed to Miles Jack. And they're not committed to Zach Cunningham. Case closed. You know what they're hoping? They get one player out of those two signs. That's what they're hoping. That they get something out of those signs. He's playing the law averages. Don't think he's not still looking for linebackers. I told you this last week at the beginning of the week, how he's on the market looking for safeties and linebackers. This room's C minus. Last week, in my opinion, it was a D plus. Now it's a C minus. You're not good enough to compete in the NFL with these guys. Okay? So you're naming London Fletcher and guys like <laughs> legitimate all pro players. Like you guys think you have an all pro linebacker in the Kobe Dean. You don't. You're, you don't. Last week, you guys are trying to tell me how good your linebacking room was. And this week, they went out and signed two streetwalkers to try to improve the depth. Because they don't have any depth. Shit, they don't have starters. It's playing out exactly how I said it would. Now, the next position he'll address will be safety. I'm going to make another prediction to you. He's not going to hit on all the things he hit on like he did last year. Not happening. Not not happening. And you get this. I love how everyone in Philadelphia has just glossed over the fact that another failure linebacker who was a high draft pick, a third rounder, was cut. A guy that they didn't put the proper valuation on. What's your excuse there? A third-round pick is the mo- the third round in the NFL draft is the most productive round of any round in NFL history. It's the third round. Majority of your starters come out of the third round. You failed. Third-round picks make teams. You failed. Then again, you failed numerously at linebacker. Who was that stiff you signed back at... The- who you had as a first-round pick in 07, was it? I forget. Who was that stiff you signed? It was like the 26th player taken or something. I forget that kid's name. What was that guy's name? Guy was a stiff. You've never gotten that linebacker position right. You got to go back to the Trotter days. 
What was that guy's name? Like, 07. Devon Taylor getting cut grinds my gears when we drafted him. It was universally known he was a gamble, and we crapped out. Just sucks. I said, Sills, delusional fans, the only shot we got here on one-year deals, and they got something to prove so they can get paid again. Okay? 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 This is a delusional room. Steve goes, Sills negative as you believe the Eagles might even make the playoffs. Um, delusional? How am I delusional when I just name you those names? Look at it, look at it, look at this guy right here, Joey. He calls me delusional. Here, I'll say it one more time to you. Then you tell me if I'm delusional on your linebacking room. Nicobe Dean, Nicholas Morrow, Miles Jack, Zach Cunningham, Christian Ellis, and Sean Bradley. What's delusional? How, how, really? Who? Who? Not one of those guys could make the 49ers defense. Not one of them could start in San Francisco. Not one. Hey, Niner, am I right? Not one of these guys could start on that 49er defense. I don't think one of these guys could start in New York with the Jets. They couldn't start in San Francisco. Who? (laughs) Not one of these guys could start in San Francisco. These guys would be special teams dudes. (laughs) You got special teams guys that you got to make work. Sean Desai's got quite a chore ahead of him. This guy's going to have to coordinate his ass off. And I'm going to put this out there too to you, okay? I'm going to put this out there to you also. This puts more pressure now on your DT play and your safety play. Your DTs are going to have to play your ass off because you have very limited talent at linebacker. And get this, that's not me. I'm just reading names off and lack of productivity and guys being fired. I don't know. I'm not giving you any bullshit opinion on that. These names stink. Again, I'm okay with the Jack sign. I, I think he's probably still got something left in the tank. And I would even put this out there. Here, I'll give you guys a little insight on what someone told me in Pittsburgh about Miles Jack. We don't pay linebackers or RBs and still win. Are you new? <laughs> oh, no. Am I new? And that's why you have one Super Bowl. And that's why you have one Super Bowl. New York Giants knocked off an undefeated team. They had DT play, DN play, linebacker play, corner play, and a quarterback. And they beat Brady and that undefeated team. Ravens, Lewis.
Micah goes, what, what are you talking about? What's up, my rear end? No, nothing. I'm just pointing out to you how much. Up mine? <laughs> I think you've got it wrong here, son. This will be another experiment on how you guys see your team versus how everyone on the planet sees it. You think you've got a gold nugget when you've got pyrite in your pocket. You don't have gold here. Bruce, I wouldn't be scared because you know why? Here, okay. Let's go on the other end. I don't think you should be nervous because you know why? I think you have you have no upside in this linebacking core. There's no upside. You just have to hope you get decent play somewhere. The upside's in your DT play and maybe in your safety play. So you got two guys off that Pittsburgh Steeler team that were fired last year, and you think you upgraded. How good was Pittsburgh's defense last year? That was one of the worst groups that Pittsburgh had last year and Mike Tomlin's entire 17 years of coaching. That was one of the worst defenses that he's had since he's been in Pittsburgh. Okay? Again, this puts more pressure on your DTs. Now, can they can they play? I, I, I believe we're going to see some potential there. You're not deep like you were a year ago. But your D-line's going to have to really kick ass this year. Could they? Yes. Yes. But don't come out here on August 7th telling me you got some sort of upgrade. You have to remember, they think because they're on a, a team now, superstars, delusional meds needed. Bear from Philly. Hey, they're... Sean Desai and the defensive tackles have so much pressure on them now because they just signed some dudes and you got a guy, Dean, who can't even get through week one of practice. Personally, here's the mistakes. And I don't know, Tone. I don't know. I don't know how all of you think of this, but to me personally, here are the two biggest mistakes that I think the Eagles made this offseason. Not hiring a superstar quality defensive coordinator, not leaving the mic alone and having uh, TJ Edwards. So what if you sign him to a one-year, $7 million contract and you gave him a Darius Slade deal where you gave him a one-year extension, okay? And you offered him the money. Okay, sure. Then you could have made an easier transition into getting Dean into the middle. And into the mic position. Instead, you're force feeding them. Despite their limited success, Pittsburgh ranked top 10 in the NFL and opponent. Rushing yards allowed. Jack played 71% of the snaps. He could help with the run defense. Not outside, he can't. Did, hey, hey um, Tone, was he inside at the mic in Pittsburgh or was he a Will or Sam? Where was he in his, in his alignment when he was in Pittsburgh a year ago? That'll help me more on that. And what, whether they played a 34 or 43. 
See, I thought Jack again was in a 34, and I thought that kind of hurt him a little bit because I think he's a 43 linebacker. Okay. Paul goes force feeding. He played 34 snaps last year. He couldn't get on the field. Supposedly, Kaiser White, according to some of the people in here, sucked. And he 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 sucked. Well, the guy behind him that you think is a superstar in the making couldn't see the field with a guy that sucked, according to you. I don't think he sucked. Okay. The Kobe Dean, Nicholas Morrow, Miles Jack. You have no depth at this position. Pro Football Reference had him labeled as a linebacker, but it comes from playing inside right linebacker in the 34. That's kind of the mic in a 34. Okay, depending on strength of field. So he's inside. Okay. But shit, they're asking him to play outside. Whole different position. Especially if they're playing forefront. And which they played a lot of last night. They're showing forefront. Now they could be doing that for illusion and for, because you got to remember something. You know that shit that happened last night? I don't know if that was on tape, but don't you think that Bill Belichick and that New England Patriots team, um, if they could get some resources on that thing last night, don't think they wouldn't. On what kind of alignments? It's not so much that you care what the plays were. You kind of care what the alignments were. Are they in more of a forefront? Do they do bear? Are they going to have jet sweeps this year? Are they doing more in the screen game? So if there was anywhere that thing was on, the Patriots are already breaking that film down. It's kind of what they do. It's what a lot of good teams do. <laughs> drones? I don't know about the drones there, bud. So again, here, let me let me let me give you one more assessment on this. The Dean sign, I think, is okay. I don't, but your room is not dramatically all of a sudden improved just because you think they signed somebody and how he's waving. That's not a Howie Rose, that's not Howie season. Two dudes that are on their back nine. That's not Howie season. You're still C minus at best. At best. Okay, so let me get into the context of those signs. This is a true indictment. It's a true indictment how we made a mistake and letting Kaiser White and TJ Edwards go. No other way to look at it. What other LB was available that you had like to see on the team? Shit, man, they were talking about moving the Jets middle linebacker because he was going to make too much money. Devin White's already talking about wanting out of Tampa. Go make a trade. Dude, when you're, when you pay for quality and the Eagles pay for used parts, you know what they did? This is used parts. I saw everybody goofing on Carson Wentz having an eagle hat on and a commander's jersey on and a Colts 
Shorts, what's the difference between your linebacking core and how Carson Wentz looked? Well, Bears, Steelers, Titans, and nobodies. What's the difference? It's a stupid look, too. What's the difference? You got guys that were cast offs too from the Island of Misfit Toys playing your linebacker position. This is an indictment. And you, you, did you see Nick, his first thing he said when he came out, this is not an indictment on the current linebacker room. Yes, it is. It's an indictment on depth alone. This guy sounds like Joe Biden now. I don't know what to believe. What are you, crazy guy? This is an indictment on the, how about this? Here, let's do this. Let's do this. Do you agree at least that it's an indictment on the depth? Would we go here? The linebacker course definitely makeshift, but you got to admit, once. Did look goofy. He did. It was stupid. Why don't know, dude, bro? I would have had a rugby hat on before I put an eagle hat on. But then again, I may the only hat I may have worn was the eagle hat because they did make me a millionaire, and Tone made him a millionaire too by buying tickets. You're welcome. <laughs> All you eagle fans in here that hate Wentz, it's kind of like, um, hey, 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 Tone. You know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like Easy E going, hey man, they bought the albums. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they bought him. <laughs> hey, they bought him. And yes, it's an absolute indictment on that Eagles linebacking core. They have almost nothing there. Right. And if you find out Dean's not the guy, you have nothing there. You have nothing there. It's an true indictment on your linebacking position and how you dealt with it this offseason. It's a total indictment. And you would agree it's an indictment at least on the depth or no. So so Nick is going to sit there and bullshit you and tell you, no, it's not an indictment on our linebacking core. Then why'd you sign to? Because you felt you needed more bodies? Why? Because you didn't like the depth. Well, at least go there with it. Even if you don't want to go and you think you got a great linebacking core, you could at least went, well, we need more bodies there. Okay. John McMullen has said it numerous times how he has taken it way too far going cheap at linebacker. And safety. He got he got an unexpected year out of that CJ kid. It's a value play. That's what Yale says. Yale, those aren't value names. What value? I don't see any value in those names. Miles Jack may be the only guy on this list that I would go, all right, let's see what he has. Because the rest of these guys, they're not, I mean, again, Nicobe Dean is not going to be healthy to play. There's a reason. You know why Nicobe Dean get drafted in the first round? You know why? Because NFL people don't think he can last a year or last more than five years. 
You think it had anything? Hey, how about this one, Tone? Everyone out there, I don't think anybody had a problem with Kobe Dean's talent. I think everyone had a problem with no Kobe Dean's durability. Fair? What else could it be? It's a quality kid. Didn't get in trouble at Georgia. Well, what could it be? Shorter linebackers have been drafted before. Twist goes to skies falling. No, your defense is. And it's why you will not go back to the Super Bowl. Because your defense is not good enough. You're going to lose ball games this year. You shouldn't. Whereas last year, you were talented. You were deep. You got career years from everyone. That's not happening. Those guys were all experienced. You had four experience and maybe three potential, two potential Hall of Fame players that were in the mix. And one guy who just made $20 million. You don't have that now at your DT position. Total indictment on the linebacking core. Howie F. And it'll cost you. You don't have a player on your team. When you play these AFC teams, that can cover those skilled players in that conference. No one. I think you'll get away with it at the Y's and Z and the wide receivers, but tight ends and running backs, who on your football team do you think can cover tight ends and linebackers or tight ends and running backs on this on this group? Who do you think can? I don't think you have one guy. You didn't have one guy last year. But at least Kaiser and TJ played the shit out of the run. Mara goes like this. Sills takes are getting old. They just made a move for two linebackers. It's not a take. That's not a take. Jesus Christ. You just made a move 48 hours ago. (laughs) What are you talking about? I never in a million years, I don't remember what I say yesterday or the day before that unless I write it down and some cliff notes that I think are important because I'm about today. Give a shit about last year. I care about where you are today. Oh, man. Boy, a lot of cheerleading. That's going to be the downfall of the defense. They didn't address key positions. And you got an inexperienced defensive coordinator. There's your downfall. And as I said to you, Sean Desai was the third choice. That's why they hired Patricia, because they're not sold on him. Now I'm even more convinced. So you need to go get new linebackers. You need to hire a watchdog for Desai, because you're not sure. And you have no linebackers in your room right now, so you go sign two more guys. Okay, you're right. No, that's an opinion. 
All right. We're going to look at the Ravens here in a minute. Because I want to have a little buffer before I get into this next topic. I'm looking forward to seeing the Ravens too. I really am. I'm looking forward to seeing that team. And I, I, I'll get to where I think they are, um, especially in a very crowded AFC. Now, I'll say this to you about your Eagles in the A. Where would the Eagles be if they were in the AFC? Probably two. Behind Kansas City. Okay, they are they are probably the second best team in the league. Okay, to some aspect, well, it's because of their offense. Joe Burrow would eat that defense up for lunch. I, I don't know, maybe top. I'll go like this: top, top five or six. Joe Burrow would eat that defense. Allen's going to eat that defense to pieces. Aaron Rodgers is going to eat that defense up. I'm going to be interested to see what Mac Jones does. Yeah, because I, I got I got to temper that because I'm looking at last year's defense and these quarterbacks you play against, you've never stopped a good one. They're going to kick the shit out of you. So I don't know. Okay. Okay. Those 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 quarterbacks would kick the shit out of you. Um. Yeah. So I would say, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that. Let's get to the Ravens. I don't want to keep going down this linebacker thing because I could sit here all day and talk about how they suck in that linebacking room. Could the linebacking room is the worst in the NFC East? Okay. Okay. How good do people think this Ravens team that you're going to see on August 12th is going to be this year? How good? Hairspray? What do you think? I'm a worm? Or I live in San Francisco? I don't use hairspray, jackass. Hairspray? Models wear hairspray. Men don't. Hairspray? Your Ravens game this week. How good do you think this football team is? And where do you think they'll be this year? Where, 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 when you look at at this Ravens team, how good will they be? How good? How good how good will they be? I'll give you my take on it. Sitting around waiting for idiots. 2023 Baltimore Ravens. There's no doubt that the 2022 season was undermined by both the front office and by Lamar Jackson because they couldn't get a contract done. 
I think it was both. They had three years to get it done. And I think the 2022 plus the lackluster defense, I think hurt that chance and made the Ravens look like the worst team that they have had in the last 20 years. That's a shame because that's a great organization. And for the record, since 2000, the Ravens by far are more successful than the Eagles. So to see what happened last year happen to them is pretty remarkable. But they've righted the ship with Eric DaCosta, and they've done a nice job here by putting the thing back on the rails, okay? They put this baby back on the rails again. And where, where, that, where that fits in the AFC landscape, I don't know yet, okay? So here, let me say this to you. They drafted that kid, Zay Flowers. I think he's the BC kid. Brought in Odell Beckham. My question with Beckham is health and the depth at the wide out. Their tight end is exceptional. Um, I love John Harbaugh's coaching staff. Anthony Weaver is such a great defensive line coach. He's the assistant to the head football coach. He is such a great, probably the best defensive line coach in the National Football League is Anthony Weaver. He has got, John Harbaugh, has got an absolutely spectacular coaching staff. And it's always been a centerpiece for him, having quality people around his guys. T. Martin, the quarterback coach, I love T. Martin. T. Martin, in my opinion, should be a head coach in college football somewhere at a gigantic program. T. Martin um, has done really some great things. Worked at SC before. Um, won a national championship when he was at the University of Tennessee. I absolutely love this guy. Um, Todd Munkin comes in and is now the brand new coordinator taking over for Roman. I didn't really think the offense really needed that much of an upgrade, but I would say this to you, that it's definitely going to look more with more screens. Um, I think you're going to see more passing. Now, how does that play into what they've they've had really great success there, but they're in a division and they're in a conference that's impossible to win a Super Bowl, dude. Winning the AFC again, what, hey, it goes like this: winning the AFC and then winning the Super Bowl and then winning the NFC. It's going to be tougher to win the AFC this year than the Super Bowl, and to me. The Ravens, where do they fit? We're going to see here. Willie Taggart, the former Florida State coach, and coach at Oregon is the running back coach. John Harbaugh's brought him in. Um, uh, Chris Horton is a phenomenal special teams coach. And it doesn't shock you, too, because that's what John Harbaugh cuts his teeth on, is being um, a special teams guru, because that's how he got the job, too. So... The era of Mahomes of Burrow is going to keep a lot of good teams out of the mix. The AFC is suffering from success. Right. I mean, it's like playing in the era of Tiger. You could be Phil Mickelson. You want to hear something crazy before I move on with Mickelson or with the NFL? How about this one, guys? You know, Phil Mickelson was never the number one rated golfer in the world. He was never the number one player in the world. David Duvall was. VJ Singh was, but he was in the era of Tiger. 
And when you're in the era of Tiger or Brady, a lot of good quarterbacks are not going to get an opportunity. Like when you play in the era of Montana, you, you're going to be John Elway and Dan Marino. Okay? You're going to be one of those guys. And you're going to be Peyton Manning and underachieved like Tony Dungy did in Indianapolis. I love Coach Dungy. He's been on the program numerous times. But one Super Bowl, you're in the era of Brady. Okay. Um, health of the quarterback. O-line is outstanding. Third best in the league. Um, I, I, I think the best offensive lines, if I had to, like, off the top of my head, Philly, Cleveland, Detroit, Baltimore, the Chargers. That's how I would go. I say this. I say the Ravens are an 11-win team. They'll be in the mix because of the quarterback. They'll be in the mix because of the quarterback. Quarterback is exceptional. So... I think the Ravens are going to be, I don't think you'll see him this week against the Eagles, but they're going to be one of the good teams in the AFC. So, today's Jalen's birthday, right? How old is he? How old is Jalen Hurts today? He's 25. Great age. Great age. Let's do this. You had to start your quarter. You had to start your football team with Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts. Who are you starting with? All things equal. Not the Eagle team. Not the Ravens team. Who would you start it with? Oh, and by the way, Lamar Jackson's 26. You start your football team off a guy with one year. Well, let's take a look at that. So do you think Jalen's season last year, let's just take one year because that's all we have. You think Jalen Hurts' season a year ago was better than the unanimous MVP season that Lamar Jackson had in 2019? And by the way, he was 22 years old when he did that. You really think that he you he had a better year than Lamar? When Brady and Manning and Breeze... And all those legendary quarterbacks, Mahomes, were all in the sport. And he was unanimous. You'd build your team around Jalen Hurts. He's never had a season better than this kid had. And they're the same age. Let's take a look at this. 
MVP, 19. Got to throw the Burt Bell in there because both guys have won it. First team all pro twice. Two Pro Bowls. Led the NFL in touchdown passes. NFL record for most rushing yards in a season, 1206. And here's the most important thing. TD to interception ratio, 101 to 38. Just about three to one. And here's the most important thing. Lamar's 45 and 16. Hate on linebackers? Hate on I'm not hating on Jalen. I asked you a question. Both are great players. There's no hating. Your linebackers suck. What do you want me to say? You they're good? That's not happening here. But, but okay, listen, because I, I know some of you have to feel better about yourselves. Both these guys are great players. Today, I'm choosing Hertz. He's smarter. As you always say, but remember, you know who I am, Sills, dual threat. Yeah. I got it. Jalen's got the only thing Jalen has better than Lamar is a better team around him. That's it. And one year to hang his hat on. He the only thing he has better than him, he's got a better team around him. So you actually think Jalen could do and go to Baltimore and do the same things that Lamar Jackson has done or win a unanimous MVP award? Never happened. Here's Hertz. Burt Bell. First team, all pro? No. Second team, all pro. Pro Bowl. 44 touchdowns to 19 picks. 26 rushing touchdowns. Really good. Record, 23 and 11. Okay, and see, every time you guys bring up the Super Bowl stuff, I'll show you a substitute teacher that won a Super Bowl, and I'll show you Jimmy Garoppolo's thrown seven picks in the last two weeks, last two games, or two days, I should say, who went to a Super Bowl. Great. They lost. One of them lost, too. What's that mean? Your legacy changes when you win that game. Chris goes between the ears. He's elite. You're going down with tone. Here, that's a good way to look at this. What does Jalen do better than Lamar Jackson? Win games? No. Um, this guy's actually beaten Mahomes, too. Is he a better passer? Probably. Even though Lamar, look at this. Even though Lamar's led the NFL in touchdown passes? Probably. Jalen's improved. Now, are there better weapons in Baltimore at the perimeter now? I've never really thought they really were not, you know, I, I, I thought, I mean, Hollywood Brown, Whatever he is, 
But, I mean, he doesn't have A.J. and Devontae. Now, that's, again, a better team. And here, he's got a tremendous – he's got a better general manager than Howie Roseman. The, or, well, not now he doesn't because cost is the GM. But prior to that, Ozzy was the best general manager in the NFL. It's not close either with all the Hall of Famers that he's that he assigned and that he's drafted and the multiple Super Bowls. Okay. Senor goes, Hollywood Brown was the first pick. Yeah, so was Jalen Rager, a first rounder. That don't mean shit to me. I would choose Hertz because he's a better leader and a better work ethic. Jalen isn't going to sit out because he hurt his knee like Lamar did. It is a, I think he did make a business decision, and I will hold that against him too. Hurts is the only quarterback under 25 to have at least 40 touchdowns. 40 touchdown passes and 30 rushing. He doesn't have 30 rushing touchdowns. That's not true. He has 26. Or if you're counting the playoffs, maybe he does. It probably does have four more. But regular season, he has 26. Lamar's another Dak, regular season quarterback. That guy actually wins games, though, man. That guy's actually beaten Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. He's actually beat them dudes. Okay? Lamar Jackson's not 29, dude. He's 26. Okay? Rex Grossman got to a Super Bowl. Is he great? He had one good year, too. It's funny. Rex Grossman. <laughs> Jimmy G. He then went to Super Bowls. Who would I take? Who would I take? Mm. Off of pure ability. Who runs the RPO better? Man, Lamar's led the NFL in 36 touchdown passes. Jalen will never throw for that many. Jalen, hey, I'm, I'm, let, let me let me say this to you. Now here, Jalen Hurts has a better chance at leading the league in rushing than he does passing yards. You understand this. Right? There's a better chance he leads the NFL in rushing. And by the way, that's actually a prop bet in Vegas and Atlantic City that there's a better chance he leads the NFL in rushing than passing yards. And I would have to say, same with Lamar. 1206, 
two times he's gone over a thousand yards. Got to think him too. Bear goes, I think you make the pick after the season. If I'm going to pick him right now, Bear, if I'm going to pick him right now, I just think that Jalen just has a little bit more field presence. Doesn't he? It just seems to me that Lamar pushes so freaking hard. He pushes and he pushes and he pushes. And he reminds me of quarterbacks that kind of throw into triple coverage, but he runs it into double hits and he's running into contact. And like the guy in Buffalo, man, those two dudes, I mean, eventually you've got to understand that playing the next play is more important than the current play you're playing, actually. And I think Hurts sees that better. I think he throws the ball better. There's just better. How about this? Would this would this be would this be a comment to make about Jalen versus Lamar? There just seems to be a better self-perseverance or preservation with him. And I'm not saying he holds back. I mean, it's funny because I think Hertz got the same desire and drive that Lamar has. And I think both those guys, I think both those guys want to win big time, but there's something about like preserving yourself. And it just seems to me that, that, that he, that, I don't know. He takes care of himself better out there. Um, Jalen can't take a hit. I don't believe that. I do not believe that. Big picking goes, Lamar reminds me of Allen. He thinks he has to do it all. I believe it too. So if I had to pick between two quarterbacks that we won't see play this week, but for the Ravens and the Eagles, I'm going to shock you. Even though Lamar Jackson is by, I wouldn't say by far, but I would say this is way more accomplished at his young age of 26. Isn't that crazy? You would have to probably take Hertz right now to lead your team. Because again, I, I do think that that business decision of a year ago, it does taint me a bit. Okay. Like, will you play through pain? He did a year ago. So did Mahomes. Mahomes, he had the money too. He didn't have to. He didn't have to go through it. Okay. So if I had to go in my gut, yeah, I'm going to do it too. I'm probably going to go because you know why? How about this? Forty-five and sixteen is exceptional. That's an exceptional record. But if you're worn out by the end of the year, by the way, Hertz is going to, we'll, we'll see how he handles himself. Okay. We'll see how he handles himself this year when he's going to be relied on to run more. Because look, here's the three worst rooms that you have in Philadelphia your linebacker room, your safety room, and your running back room. Those are your three worst. And you know what? There's no coincidence. Those are your lowest paid rooms. 
There's no coincidence. Your lowest paid rooms are your worst rooms in your football team. And it's totally by design. And I think Jalen's going to run more. He's going to have to. Because you're still relying on people that you have to put like Zen dust on their knees and hope that they play. Now, I'm not saying that about Swift. I think Swift's going to be there. The other guys, I don't think they'll be there. Okay? Running backs, that running back room's terrible, except for Swift. Jalen may have the belief of the players more. You know, I think, I th- how about this? Let me, let me ask you a question here. To that point, what I could say about the Eagles is the Eagles don't pay heavy price tax for mediocrity. You want to find the Eagles' weakness? Go where the money isn't. That's right. That's correct. That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. They go cheap in places, and that's why they're weak at those places. And quite frankly, you land on a guy who was a UDFA. You didn't draft him. You found him. Okay. That's part of it too. But you found Edwards. And you had to hire a hired gun in Kaiser, just like you're hiring two more. Okay. Now, I will say this. If I'm in a locker room with Baltimore or with Philadelphia, when I go here, when I go here, um, hey, man, you played the whole season. You went through injuries. You're here for us. How would I feel if my quarterback didn't want to play in a playoff game? Would I go like this? Hey, that's just a business decision. I don't know. Okay. Hey, um, Tone. Just one thing, Tone. Question for you. Was Miles Sanders on a rookie contract? Was he on a rookie deal when um, they didn't re-sign him? Okay. So when a dumbass like JM goes, I shit on 1,300 yards? No, no, no. You're only paying him $1.5 million because he was on a rookie contract, okay? Don't pretend like you were paying him. You weren't. And you went cheap again. How you doing? See how how people lie and change the room? That's exactly what he just did. He tried to make you think that the Eagles paid for the 1,300 yards. No, no. They let 1,300 yards and 11 touchdowns walk out the building. Do not forget our great friends at Hooters. Our relationship of 35 years is continuing now in the Philadelphia area at KOP, the King of Prussia. We can't wait to get out there. By the way, it is going to be packed with Eagle fans for the Ravens and Eagles. I cannot wait for you to get your fantasy teams together, your fantasy drafts. Make sure you call them because seats are now becoming limited, okay? Your fantasy drafts and all your preseason football are there at King of Prussia Hooters there. 
Hot Wings, World Famous Hooter Girls, Daily Specials Tuesdays. You get 10 wings by 10 boneless wings, okay? And you get them free. That's right. Wing Wednesdays, a 40-year anniversary that we have this year as well. This is a tradition, 1983, all you can eat. Kids eat on weekends on Saturday. Wednesday, you're talking about all the weekday specials that they have too. Miller Lite, Coors, six boneless wings. Get six items, put it together for six bucks. It's at North. It's at 240 North Gulf Road in King of Prussia. Absolutely your place this fall when it comes to your football and for you Eagle fans, one of the great places in the area now. We're going to be there doing a ton of events for you. And when you go to Hooters, King of Prussia, make sure Big Sills is there and you're going to go and have yourself a great time, okay? And you make sure Big Sills sent you. Passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles all right, did you know I was the mommy slam dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mom. Mama, go up, mama! She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles.
Hour number two, our good friend Gary Cobb, who was at practice the last couple days, will give us his sense of these uh, two dudes that were just signed by the Eagles to improve what was already a shitty room. I think it's upgraded a little bit, probably C minus. And again, one more time, the Jack sign to me is not bad. He's the most experienced, probably the best linebacker in the room already. Um, The rest of those guys, we'll see. I mean, again, not fair to say anything about Dean yet, but we'll see. I mean, if he, if he plays, I don't know how you don't think that's a concern. If a guy's missing time who didn't see the field last year. And because he was on a chalkboard all off season, you think that's good enough to win in the NFC East. How ignorant. If that guy has 70 tackles this year, I'll be stunned. You got you're you're trying to replace a linebacker that had a hundred solo, and you, because he's no longer in Philly, he sucks. If you're a great player and a great linebacker, don't you think Howie would have been trying to move T.J. Edwards out and that guy in? That's how you do it. If you know you got a replacement or an heir apparent, you don't pay the guy, and you just let him walk. But you get him playing time. He got no playing time. He got no playing time. 34 snaps is not playing time. Okay, so Yunkles, they didn't want to pay Edwards. Well, that's why you just signed two dudes off the street because it's an indictment of your room. Just like last year, it was an indictment on your defensive tackle play. Stop lying to yourselves. Stop lying. Why? Hey, so Howie Roseman signed those two defensive tackles last year because they were not getting enough out of Jordan Davis. Yes or no? Well, he was hurt. That's part of it. Well, he was. Okay. Between being hurt and not productive. That's who Davis was last year. So they went out and signed two veterans. To me, Nicobe Dean's job is gone. Jack will be taking that. To me, that makes the most sense. Starting Miles Jack at the mic and putting Dean out wide. Put him out wide. And, and get this, can I tell you why they're playing more forefront? Why do you think they're playing more forefront? When you watched last night and you watched the films, okay, why do you think they're playing more forefront? Let's see if you have any intelligence. Less linebackers on the field and the guards are covered. And you're only taking one guy on, the center, who's usually the undersized guy in the building. Doesn't it make Of course not. See, when you got when you got two defensive tackles covering the two giant guards, your mic only has to look at a guy that's 6'3 like Jason Kelsey, 300 pounds, instead of taking on a guard that's 385 pounds or 360 and 6'6". Schwimpy Dean won't be able to see 
let alone in the backfield, but it'll be gobbled up by traffic. It's common sense. That's why they're going to be more in the forefront. Because they don't have the linebacker play. Common sense. Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Kelsey didn't play as rookies either. Just because you don't play as a rookie doesn't mean you're a bust. And Davis got hurt. That's not what I said, General. I said the reason they went out and got more help at the defensive tackle position is because they got no production from Davis. You draft a guy 13 and he was non-productive. You say hurt, okay? So he's hurt and non-productive. Not usually a good combination. That's why they signed veteran DTs. What did I say that wasn't true? He had 19 tackles last year with no sacks. They went and signed two guys that helped them. It's not an opinion. You're not going to put a Schwimp backer in there like Dean over a 365. Hey, how about this? Let's just do the. Let me let me ask you a comment. Watch this. You want to see how stupid people get? This is wonderful. You sound like dumbass Michael Parsons, some of you. Okay. How many weeks do you think the Kobe Dean could take on players like Landon Dickerson and play 91% of the plays at the mic? How many games do you think he could play in a row? He can't even get through the first week of practice in shorts and helmets. How many weeks? Do you think he could play on a consistent basis? What was that number tone that TJ played? 93% of the plays? So you got to have that guy play 93% of the plays, 92% of the plays. And you got to play against guys like that every week. 94. And you think that little dude is going to take on 360-pound guys. How many? Okay. I'm going to get to, I got another, I got another Hertz topic, but I think it's a really great one. I'm going to do that in a minute here. So this guy, Michael Parsons, man, I'll tell you what, this guy really thinks he's something else, doesn't he? I've never seen a guy who gets killed more by the Eagles talk more shit in my life than anybody I've ever seen. He's now going around telling people he's better than Lawrence Taylor. He goes, Lawrence Taylor could never cover Saquon Barkley. No, but Lawrence Taylor would annihilate Daniel Jones. What have you ever done? You are telling people you're better than a guy who revolutionized the outside perimeter linebacker position. And every single team in today's NFL wants a player like Taylor. You want to hear a crazy stat? Lawrence Taylor's first two years in the league, his first three years, his first two years, he was the defensive player of the year. Twice. Twice. And this guy's barking. He's the, I never see you in Eagle games. 
This guy's like Casper the ghost. There you see him, there you don't. I have never seen a guy talk more shit and see that cowboy emblem is going to his head because he thinks he's better than he is. Look, I think he's a... He did... Hey, he did not have the impact late in the year that Hassan Reddick had. Not a chance. Not a chance. Reddick was more destructive. He was more destructive. How about this? Can you name me a play? Can I tell you, what do you guys think defensively was the most destructive play in football last year in the entire league? What was it? Can you guys name it to me? What was the most destructive play that a defensive football player made last year? The most impactful play. And then you line it up with his season and his numbers and his impact. What was the most destructive play on defense? Reddick taking out Brock Purdy, S. Niner fan. They're still bitching and belly aching about it. They're still bitching and belly aching about it. That was the biggest play defensively in the National Football League because it was in the most impactful game. It was a game wrecker. You took a team that could have went toe-for-toe against the Eagles and you made them into a junior varsity team because you had no quarterback. It was like a headless horseman. I don't ever remember Hassan Reddick, um, you know, crowing about him being the best pass rusher in the sport. I hear this guy saying it. I don't ever remember him making an impactful play. Now he's better than Lawrence Taylor. Striker goes, Sills, do you think that since Miles Jack was in a 34 it could have stunted his yes i do yes i do because hey i'm glad you brought that up striker because i'll tell you guys a little secret that's right turn turn him in turn the 49ers from superman into clark kent here i think you guys will be a little bit more happy to hear this so two guys i talked to Two former teammates. Um, Fredo Roberts is the tight end coach. Here. Let's see if we got Fredo on this Miami book here. Let's see if I got Fredo in here. Fredo. Oh. Fredo Roberts. He is the tight end coach with the Steelers. Here he is. There's old Fredo right there. Fredo Roberts. One of Big Sills' dear friends. Purdy comes in here. You tell Niner to be honest. (laughs) Won't be scared to death. Hey. And I talked to my other teammate, Carl Dunbar, the defensive line 
coach in Pittsburgh. And I talked to Kevin Colbert. Do you think Miles Jack being in the 34 was out of position? They said, definitely. We run 34 here. He's more of a 43 guy. Okay? Which means he's more of an inside Mike backer. They felt that he'd play better at Mike. And that's what I think how he's looking at. Me, in my opinion, I would start playing Dean a little bit outside. Miles Jack inside Mike and then Dean outside. Then you make a transition. I think that makes more sense. And get this, they love Miles Jack. He's injured. He was injured a lot in Jacksonville. Okay. I don't know too much about Cunningham. Um, think he's okay and he he's all right. It's, it's going to be interesting to see because he's more of a 34 guy. But I don't think the Eagles are going to play 34 this year. I think they're going to be more in, a, in the forefront because of the undersized linebackers they have. You're undersized. You're smaller than you were a year ago. So – um, and, and it, it, you, if you put Miles Jack at the mic, I think you're stronger. And again, this is not an indictment on Dean. Jesus criminy. Let the kid learn how to, Hey, you want to hear something? Here's a great example of what I'm talking about here. You know what Tracy Rocker said about Jalen Carter? He goes, Sills, what do you think the biggest problem is you have right now with, by the way, Tracy played with me and we were teammates again too. We've been friends for 20 years. Love them. What do you think the problem with Jalen Carter is right now? What do you, what do you guys think the problem with Jalen Carter is right now? And by the way, it's expected. It's, it's, it's not, I'm not, there's nothing to be down on him. What do you guys think the problem is with Jalen Carter right now? Experience. Probably the vague answer, TV, okay? Probably the vague answer, technique, uh, technique, experience, okay? Here, here, rookie, okay. When you're in a defense like you were at Georgia and you play a lot of like three-man front, and you play a lot of, like, different styles, okay, of fronts. You slide guys, three technique, one technique, two technique, shade, zero. Some fans would rather throw Dean into the grinder than see him develop properly. Of course, that's the problem here. You throw a guy into a grinder, most of those guys come out eaten up. Instead of bringing a guy didn't, – didn't Seth teach you anything? I go, Seth, how long did it take you to become a Mike? He goes, well, at first I started at Sam, then I went to Will, and then I went into Mike. <laughs> but you guys think Dean's better than Seth. Oh, okay. So you think Kobe Dean's better than Seth Joyner? I don't. <laughs> Here. This is what they're saying about Jalen Carter. And, and, and. Tracy's like, don't go crazy, but what do you think? And I go, let me guess. He's guessing. He's like, yeah. He thinks, you know, he thinks he's in a two, but he's in a shade one. And he's got to slide out a little more. So what happens? 
you're thinking, and the guy steps on you, and you look slow. The only reason he's slow right now is because he's overthinking. I personally think, and he goes, what, what? I go, I personally think, don't confuse him right now. Let him just get out there and base. Let him play base. Okay? Let these guys play. When he's in the game, just play base. Don't go, don't go too much. Man, those defenses nowadays in the NFL, see, they like to do that walk-up defense now. You know what the walk-up defense is, right? You don't in college. Think about this. In college, see here. In college, you can line up, and this is the guard here. This is the guard here. See, you can line up on a three technique like this, and that guy can't stop you because you're going to kill him. In the pros, you line up on a three technique. Do you know what you just done to the guard? You told him to take a flatter step. You told the center to get up on his hip quicker. You've already telegraphed where you're going. And he's remember, he knows where the play is. These guys are so good. A guy like Kelsey, if you lined up, see, this is what a lot of great DTs do. They'll line up on a head on you. And as soon as the quarterback goes ready, then the defensive great tackles move out into a wide three. That means that guard's got to take an even bigger step and if he misses, you're up the field, TFLs, backside tackle comes down, knocks the shit out of your running back. That's how you play the position. That's how you play the position. But when you're younger and you don't know the technique that they're asking or the plays they're asking, you're going to line up right here and you're going to telegraph where you're lining up. Guards today in the NFL, they'll knock the shit out of you like that. These guys are too good, dude. That's the biggest difference when you play against a guy like um, when you play against somebody like um, a Bruce Matthews or Mike Munchak or guys like Russ Grimm and you're playing them dudes. Don't telegraph anything. Keep Van Horn run you into the dirt. Knock your dick into the dirt. Okay. So you, he, that's why he looks slow. I, we started laughing, and I go, dude, they're probably on his backside. He's probably shaking his head after every play going, God. And, and, and Tracy's got to keep building him up. Hey, man, you got to keep practicing that. You got to keep practicing. You got to keep practicing. And it's more about alignment with Jalen Carter. It's not about knowledge, but, you know, whether, but he's got to know what a, you got to line up in a pure three. See, in college, you could fake that shit and kill the guy in front of you. You get away with that. NFL, you don't get away with that. You have to be as tech. Hey, here. Here's another way of looking at it, too. Okay. Look at, look at Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey might easily be the greatest technician I've ever seen at the center position. Jason Kelsey's not in the NFL because he's the strongest guy or the fastest guy. He's in the NFL because he's smart, he's athletic, he's gifted, he all of that. But it comes down to his amazing technique. And he's an effort guy. This guy beats you with heart and hustle. And talent. Okay? Gary can't get here until 5.30. Okay, that's fine. 
That's fine. He's at a charity golf tournament. We'll do 530. That's fine. Here's the thing I just started to stream, by the way. You can't let two starting linebackers walk and not replace one. And dual, not only that, you can't do it with a new coordinator. Okay? All-time bad idea. Absolutely all-time bad idea. Oh, yeah, his, his, his pad play, he's never over his pads. He's always low. Gets up there, slips it up, and scoops the linebacker. And then you see him down on second and third level sometimes. Truly fun to watch. You want to learn how to play a, a guard or center position? You watch Jason Kelsey play. Dude, and watch him take his flat steps too, how he does it. Really great. See, in college, again, I bet press 550 pounds. I'm killing everybody in front of me. I run, I, I run four eights at 300 pounds. And I'm 550. And I got a 28 vertical. You're not beating me in college. And the pros, those guys don't give a shit about that. Those guys are all technicians. Okay? You're not beating me in college. I'm running four eights. I don't know why people are so afraid to admit that the Eagles are trying to do at linebackers is extremely difficult, especially with a new court. The, the whole, I mean, it's playing out. It's why how, hey, it's an indictment. It's a total indictment on their failure this offseason to address it. Now they're seeing it on film. You see, look, that's why, that's why Nick Sirianni's lying to the media and he has to lie to you. He's lying to you because this is no indictment on the current linebacking room. Yes, it is. Depth alone. Depth alone. They're seeing it on film. False steps. Look at who you're playing with. Hey, was this kid, let me ask you this. Was this kid Christian Ellis drafted? Was this kid Christian Ellis? Was he drafted? Was he a draft pick? The Kobe Dean going okay? I don't think he is. How can he be going okay when he misses practices because he's hurt? So wait a minute. So Christian Ellis is undrafted. He's undrafted. You got three dudes in the room that have been fired. So here's what you have. You got Dean who's not playing because he's hurt. You got three dudes who were fired from other teams and downgraded, and they spent no money on guaranteed money for him. And Christian Ellison, you're telling me he's good, is undrafted. Holy shit. That thing's D plus best. Your take is right on. His technique will get better after week six or eight once he gets. That's right, Bear. It'll It'll come. Jalen Carter's, I, I have no no concerns about him. He just needs to get out there and play. Yeah, Bear, that's right. He just he just needs to get out there and play. Um, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nolan Smith has practiced. I hear Nolan Smith looks like the best rookie out there so far. Okay? I... I I heard that um, he, he looks like the best. Let me say this to you. I wrote this down here about Hertz. By the way, Gary Cobb will be with us at 5.30 instead of 4.30 today. He's at a charity event. Um, I love this. This is so Brady. I'll tell you something about your boy, Jalen Hurts. Once again, he's got a lot of Tom Brady in his preparation and studying of the game. There's a lot of Tom Brady in him. Okay? A lot of Tom Brady. And now what he's doing is, he's talking to Sean Desai all the time and going over defenses with him and talking defensively with him. How would you coordinate me? What are you doing here? What are you trying to do here? What are you looking at here? When you see this, what do you think? How would you defend me here? How would you defend a guy that's in a screen game? How would you defend a, how would you defend a wheel route? How would you defend a tight end up the seam on a block and release? How would you do that? That's so great. That's the things right there that Wentz didn't do. The more I know about you, the more I can attack you. The less I know about you, the more vulnerable I am. Art of War, Sun Tzu. If I know my opponent and his strengths and weaknesses, I know where to attack. That's so smart. I don't think a lot of quarterbacks do that. Take the time not to only know their plays, their players' positions, but sit around and know that what made Brady so spectacular was that he knew where the ball was going on a pre-snap. He knew where he was going. He knew where the ball was going. And so did everybody else that worked with him. And everyone was in tune with him. That's why you don't see big-time wide receivers with him that had any kind of success whatsoever when it came to winning Super Bowls. He didn't play with guys like that. Guys like that were worried about what? Their own bullshit. Their own numbers. Their own salaries. He didn't win Super Bowls with guys like that. He won Super Bowls with guys that were going to be in tune with him, that were going to work with him, that were smart like him. They didn't win with anyone else. They never won with those superstar. Brady didn't win with wide receivers like you have in Philly. Shit, man, there's not a wide receiver he won a Super Bowl with with the kind of talent that you have in Philadelphia. Not one. Not one. The tight end is the greatest tight end in the history of the game that he played with. Okay, but the wide receivers? Edelman, Amendola, and Welker aren't going anywhere. Okay. Aren't going anywhere. That's probably too. 
Shakira, AB and Tampa and Mike Evans, probably, okay, those are the two best he's won with. Absolutely. But that run they had in New England, none of those guys were there. He's 45 years old in Tampa. You're right. You're right. Now, I don't know. Evans keeps it up. He could get into the Hall of Fame. If Evans keeps up his numbers, Evans is going to knock on the door of Hall of Fame. Evans has put a hell of a career together. Randy Moss never won a Super Bowl with Brady. Andy, they never won a Super Bowl with Brady. Um, Randy Moss, ever. Mahomes hasn't won without Kelsey. Are you suggesting that Kelsey's made Mahomes? I wonder how Kelsey would look up in Chicago with Justin Fields. I can pretty much guarantee you Mahomes is still going to a Super Bowl if Kelsey's on that team or not on that team. I mean, I don't think they had a wide receiver over seven, 800 yards last year. It's remarkable. Only place Edelman and Welker are going to is the New England alumni game. <laughs> That's right. Those guys ain't going anywhere near the Hall of Fame unless they're buying a ticket. Okay? Eagle fans. You know, how, how, look at what JM says. Mahomes is not winning the Super Bowl in Chicago. No, but they're a playoff contender with him in Chicago with the shitty NFC and a worst play schedule. My money would be on Mahomes winning 11 games in Chicago. Claypool and DJ Moore are better wideouts in Chicago than he has in Kansas City. Are you crazy? Justin Fields has better wide receivers in Chicago than he has in Kansas City. It shows you what that guy knows. No Tyreek Hill, no problem. Right. There's better wide receivers in Chicago. He beats you with Juju Smith-Schuster. All right. I, I, I like that. Okay, I do. I really do. I like that. All right. I got to ask you this question here. And I posted this earlier, and I think Tone saw this. Here it is. About Carson Wentz. So in the last two years, 24 games Carson Wentz has started. Carson Wentz is 792 attempts. 494. This guy almost has 500 completions. 64 completion percentage. 5,318 yards. 38 touchdowns and 16 picks. Um... Sam Darnold doesn't have these numbers. Let's see who else? That stiff Mariota is nowhere near that. 
Trey Lance will be lucky to ever have a how about this? Trey Lance will be lucky to have 5,000 passing yards in his entire career. Garoppolo's thrown seven picks in practice the last two days. Um, why doesn't Carson Wentz have a job? And this narrative about him being a shitty guy. So let me ask you this. I'm not saying that his communication skills are good, but do you really take the word of Jim Irsay when he said we had to get better leadership in there? And then he said that Matt Ryan was the answer. And then you just watch what he's done to Jonathan Taylor. So you, you, you really believe that Jim Irsay runs a good organization. Carson Wentz went to the two shittiest organizations he possibly could have went. This is my opinion on him. He went to Washington, where the owner was running a shit show. And he was in Indianapolis, where the owner is a shit show. I'm not making excuses. I'm looking at the environment. Did he help? No. But boy, what quarterback has had better success? Name me one quarterback who's had a better year than Carson Wentz did since Andrew Luck retired. Maybe Phillip Rivers. Maybe. Wentz's Wentz's year actually in Indy was a damn good year. I wouldn't take Ursay's advice at a traffic light. Right? What's happened where Wentz can't... And by the way, that jersey and all that shit with the helmet. I mean, he's a redneck. He looks dopey. Someone should have told him, like his old lady or somebody with some brains. Even a girlfriend. Dude. Even a guy holding the uh, cell phone. Who took that? So the children went, really? You're going to look dumb. People are going to goof on you for this. Well, I'm trying to send a message. That's not the message you want to send. That's the problem you have. It's the message you send to people. Try to be smarter. This is where I'm going with this. His numbers are not holding him back. He is. That's a prime example of why people look at him and think he's dopey and goofy is for how he telegraphs himself and how he presents himself. He presents himself like a dope. That's his problem. Carson Wentz is good enough to start in this league at a good organization. I think he should go to San Francisco. Be better than anything they have there. Maybe get proper coaching. But dude, present yourself differently. There's nothing wrong with his numbers. Look at his numbers. You look at his numbers and you're like, this guy's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. It, it, he, the way he presents himself to his teammates and to the public is dopey. 
And see, look at this right here. Micah goes, he struggles with adversity. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Micah. He's in adversity right now. He's in an adverse situation and he doesn't know how to handle it. So he does something. And you, some people will go, Sills, you know the helmet and the jersey and the shorts? It's not a big deal. But it is because impressions matter. Dude, if a Confederate flag can make people wince without anything or anybody saying a word or writing anything, symbols matter. Symbols totally matter, especially in that league. Wentz's numbers have been have have never been terrible. He's just a buffoon. That's right. He's a buffoon. That's a buffoon shit stuff. On and off the field. I'm going to say something here about him. Dude, I'm going to make a point to you again about Carson Wentz. He's not bad. You're making him out to be bad. And by the way, he was a success in Philly. You know why? Because he helped you win the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz stats. And I'm going to tell you why, JM. He makes critical mistakes in critical times. Like, look at this. 151 touchdowns to 66. It's almost three to one or two to one. 30, before last year, 35-63 in Indy. 26-20 is last year in that shit show where they fired him and the head coach. Year before that, he threw for 4,000 yards. To not a receiver who had more than 800 yards receiving. These are quality numbers. Personally, my problem with Carson Wentz, I don't think he ever matured. I think he's a dopey kid. Who doesn't understand the position is about how you present yourself, how you conduct yourself, and how you prepare yourself. That's what that position is. And that's why Jalen Hurts got $255 million. Because all the things that the Eagles saw that were wrong with leadership at the position, Wentz put it out there for them to see their mistakes. And Jalen has went back with every one of the, what's this? Who's better with teammates, Hurts or Wentz? These are dumb questions, actually. Who prepares better? Again, who's a community embrace? I mean, all dumb questions because we know the answers to them. This guy's got not, there's no problems with his numbers. You just, you, you just had Kyle Shanahan try to convince the entire NFL public that Sam Darnold's a good ball player with no numbers to prove that. Wentz has numbers to prove it and an MVP season, and he ain't that old. Dopey. He's a dope. Eagle helmet on. I would have lit that shit on fire. New beginnings. He's got to make people feel. See what he's doing? If you're an NFL general manager and you see that picture of him with that gear on, still stuck in the mud, ain't you? I would have I had a video 
of me and my my boy taking my helmet and smashing the helmet with a sledgehammer, burning my shorts and my jersey, and saying this, new beginnings. You got to make people feel that you've turned a corner and you're out running your past here a bit. You got to make people, here, here's the most important thing again. You got to make people believe in you again. Because right now, nobody believes in you. Not even you. Dude, how about that? The person holding Carson Wentz back is not anybody in the league. It's him. That's a suck-ass way to go out, kid. That's a sorry-ass way. You're trying to tell me you think Nathan Peterman belongs on a roster and Wentz doesn't? That's stupid. But you don't want a guy like Wentz on your locker because you know why? Everyone in the locker room looks at him and goes, that guy's not a guy you want to count on when the going's tough. Okay. Philip goes, Carson Wentz is getting nightmares about Clowney's hit. What, what, so what, is he skittish in the pocket? Just makes no sense. Got to be a leader. And I, I saw the picture and I saw Tone put it out there and I was like this. That's his problem. It's how people look at him. He's dopey. I mean, he's really dopey. I didn't think that until I saw that picture of him because I kind of heard it a little bit. And then when it it worked with Frank, it worked with Frank. Ursay was a head case and is a head case. He's a head case. It worked. But it didn't work the way he liked it. Now he's got to, Now he's going to run his his running back off. So I give him a hall pass there until I until I saw that I was like, this guy's just stupid. Carson Wentz is dumb. Okay, he's dumb. Wait, how about this? The intelligence level on Jalen Hurts compared to Carson Wentz, it's like a kindergarten guy. And a guy who's got a master's degree. And personally, I think that's the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, hey, look, going to Broadway plays, hanging out, doing all that, being a movie star, being a New York celebrity, something like It's like he's 10 years old. And get this, that's fired him up, but winning hasn't. Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady are fired up by winning, not by being a TV star in New York. I mean, that's why that guy's never grown up. And that's why that guy's underachieved. So he's won four MVPs. Okay, great. He's won one Super Bowl. I would have thought a guy like that with that kind of talent would have won four or five. But then you get to the character part of it and you realize why. Okay? That's why there's certain guys you go, man, this guy has way more talent than that guy. Why is that guy a bigger winner? Well, Hertz puts in the time. Hertz's not a TV star. Get this. So why Aaron Rodgers is going to Broadway plays and going to Emmy Awards and Grammy Awards and all that other shit, the Tony Awards, Jalen Hurts had to turn down that quarterback 
Netflix thing was twice. Nah, not me. We're not doing that. That's not for me. That's why that's why they invested in him. Right there, front and center. Big sales. Our friends over at Hooters. I can't thank them enough, man. 35 years our relationship. This bad puppy goes back to when I was a teenager. That's right. When I was a teenager, my relationship goes back with doing business with them when they were just a local restaurant in the Tampa Clearwater area where the very first one was put up by Ed Drosty and to where we are now where the 2023 home of the National Football Show is going to be King of Prussia Hooters. We're looking so forward to seeing you out there. And look, draft parties, one place to be. You're... Preseason football, make sure you get there. This is the official home of Eagle fans. You're going to absolutely love it when you get to the King of Prussia Hooters. There is no place like it. Tuesdays, absolutely awesome. Some of the great traditions, buy 10 wings and get 10 bonus wings free. You heard me right. Wings Wednesday, 40-year tradition. All you can eat on Wednesdays for 1983. You got it. You know what 1983 is, do you? That's like one of the first years that Hooters was put up, 1983. Only Big Sills would know that. Happy hours, spectacular. The afternoons, I mean, you can't get any better deals than this. Miller Lite tall drafts, Coors Light tall drafts. You get six items, put them all together for six bucks. Simple as that. Get to your Hooters in King of Prussia, 240 North Gulf Road in King of Prussia. And when you go there, do me a favor. Tell them Big Sill sent you. run wild and time stands still because here you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five mile island so leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods score and save at southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season and let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds and if you join our winter watch team we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all keep your tiles on your pool not in your pool fly with Colony right now birds fans visit flywithcolony.com
Go passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. the greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Alright, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk Champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready, alright, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mom. Mama, go up, mama! She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Kudos to the Eagles for finding a spot for Josh Sills on their team. He's making that team, by the way. You don't hold a seat for a rapist. They must have believed him. And with some of you snowflakes, um, you probably would have won anyway. You should have got rid of them anyway. No. If you recruit a kid, you draft a kid, you develop a kid, and you get to know a kid, this had to come down to Jeff Stoutland going, mm, no, I want the kid. Because most organizations would just cut this loose. Okay. Most of the time, you just outrun this. You just, I don't want anything to do with it, whether he's innocent or not. 
So the Eagles, instead of ruining a kid's life, saved his life from somebody's poor judgment. By the way, the woman, because now he's been exonerated, the woman that brought these charges, if I were him, I'd, I'd file a civil suit against her. Don't let these people get away with that shit anymore. If you're truly innocent, go after these people. They don't deserve to be on this earth when you do shit like that. Try to ruin this kid's life. And let me just put it to you this way. There's not a chance in hell. Josh Seals is not a starter. You could just kick this guy to the curb and treat the kid like trash. No one will give a shit. We're not talking about Landon Dickerson here. But the Eagles had faith in him. Had to be from the position coach. Had to be. Now, there's something with this kid. I like him. There's a spot on this. He's making that team. Okay? You're damn right, J.M. When you're trying to ruin people's lives because you fucking lie, yeah, you don't deserve it. Accusing a person of rape? You're a scumbag. What a bleeding heart. I will never, hey, by the way, I got a daughter. And I'm very critical of shit like that. But if you're innocent, that is so uncool to try to destroy another human being's life. Whatever, dude. I know your character now. That's all I need to know. It's all good, dude. I don't give people passes for people destroying others' lives. Sorry, I'm not that nice. I believe that's criminal. Like this kid, Matterism. Eagles should go after him now. You try to ruin a person's life, put him in prison, end his life, lock him up behind bars for 50 years. And you think you have a right to just walk away from that free. Something wrong with people who think that. Everyone has an opinion until they're on the receiving end of the accusations. I believe false accusations should face jail time. But that's just me, Tone. trying to ruin people's lives. But see, just like the Duke lacrosse case, you had a prosecutor that lied like hell because he was going for a political office and he was trying to get people in the community. And you know what, too? I don't blame the black activists that came to the defense of everybody because you know why? It was, the, it was the prosecutor who just spread lies. And they ruined those five kids' lives and the entire Duke team who were the reigning and defending NCAA champions. I never heard anybody apologize for that. They just walked away from that. They just walked away from that. Okay? You have no character if you support that. 
And, 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 and JM, I didn't mean to go knee deep on that because you're right. Okay. My aunt is going to kill me on that. I would never, I would never want anybody to ever die either. I wouldn't. Cause that's not cool either. Cause I got to be above, you know what? Cause I got to actually be above losers like that. Okay. And so we'll, we'll, we'll walk that back. Okay. Cause my aunt hates the word hate. And so I agree. Fair enough. Okay. Just, I, 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 I just hate when people do those things. You put people under the prison for that. Whew. Congratulations, Josh Sills. I'm so happy that you're back on the Eagles and that the organization. Hey, and that the organization believed in you where most places don't. Okay. I just absolutely am happy for you and your family. Good for you. Good for you. And as a matter of fact, I'll do something that my aunt would say. I pray for that person that accused Josh Sills of that. You need a lot of help. There's something sinister about you and your life. You're right. I should take the other look at way of this and go, God help you. Power Hour. Gary Cobb will join me at 5.30 Eastern. We'll ask him about the new additions at linebacker, what it means. What does it mean to him? We'll get his thoughts from Fox 29. Was at camp, and he was also at a event today with the Eagles, so we'll talk to him. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. run wild and time stands still because here you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five mile island so leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods score and save at southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season and let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds and if you join our winter watch team we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all keep your tiles on your pool not in your pool fly with Colony right now birds fans visit flywithcolony.com
IGLES Eagles. I don't get this Gruden thing. By the way, Gary Cobb, bottom of the hour. I don't get this. I don't get this Gruden thing. That he's like, okay, it looks like to me like he's part of the coaching staff now in New Orleans. He's been there every week. He's been a consultant every week. He's coaching the quarterbacks. And he's coaching Derek Carr because that was his coach with the Raiders. It makes sense. Dennis Allen can, you see what they're doing here? They're, 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 they're using two head coaches in New Orleans. Dennis Allen's a defensive-minded guy, so he's going to handle the defense. And you've got John Gruden, who was the play caller in Vegas with Derek Carr. This just makes total sense. But why? Why are you putting a charade on that he's a consultant when you know deep down that he's not a consultant and he's really part? It would not shock me if he is a consultant for the whole year and he's in the booth helping with the play calling. What's the point of that? Surely there's some words going around the building in this. That's right. But I mean, so here's Tone's take on this. And this is kind of where I'm going with it. They know they're dead meat under Dennis Allen alone. So you compromise your locker room and your integrity to bring a guy in who's had racist tendencies to coach your football team if you're the Benson family and you're Mickey Loomis. Wow. Okay. Good luck. Man, I picked this team to do some things. But why would you create chaos you don't have to create? Are you really thinking that Dennis Allen stinks that bad that you're getting a freebie instead of having to pay John Gruden $10 million, you're paying him on a consultant fee because you know why? You found you found a Ferrari in a barn. Is that how you're looking at this? Do you understand what they're doing here? They're not paying the $10 million at the rate. If I were the Raiders, I'd be like, well, then why did we fire him? Why did we fire John Gruden? Tell me again. If he's working with the Saints and he's going to be part of the offense and play calling, why did the Raiders fire him? Why did they fire him? Tone goes like this. Does Derek Carr have enough clout to resist that type of hire? He embraced it. He embraced it. No, go go look. He embraced it. He's embracing it. He's not fighting it. So here, to Senor. So wait a minute. The public perception is, well, Gruden's not really a coach. He's kind of a consultant. Who's the play caller? You name a guy and you have him do it. I don't know. I mean, it seems dirty. Is that is that okay? It just seems dirty. So why did you go through all this bullshit and why did you tell the Raiders to fire him when the Saints can? I'm missing this. Do, do you understand where we're going? I mean, was this really a Raider thing? 
an NFL thing or what? Because he's working again. And where's the players? Tone goes like this. Why couldn't Derek Carr fight this? Well, where's the Players Association? If He's there at training camp. He's been there every day. John Gruden is coaching the Saints. And because it's clouded under consultant, pretty slick. I don't have to pay him. I don't have to answer for him. And he's helping me win. Pretty slick. Perfect NFL for you right there in a nutshell. They got John Gruden on a bargain discount. They wanted him out. For some reason, the NFL wanted him out of Las Vegas or out of the Raider organization. Because here he is working for another organization. Sap defended him. Hey, in my opinion, I think John Gruden is going to be back coaching. I don't know if he'll ever be a head coach. But this is a perfect situation. Dennis Allen's the pseudo head coach. John Gruden's the play calling head coach in New Orleans right now. How you doing? And get this, because they can't make a giant stink out of it by giving them a ton of money, you get them on a consultant's fee. You know what that is? So get this. You want to hear what a consultant's fee is? It's like 350 grand. So instead of paying John Gruden $10 million to coach his team, Mickey Loomis only pays him $350,000. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I go, surely he's only there for a couple. You know, because consultants, you know, you're like this. Well, he's got to only be there for like a couple. He's been there every day at training camp installing. And he's been working with Derek Carr. They're putting the same offense they put in in Las Vegas in New Orleans. And John Gruden's doing it for 350 grand because John Gruden has to if he wants to get back into coaching. Now, I would say this to you. How about this one? Yeah, smart. Here's a better one for you. Hey, Tone. I agree with you too, Tone. Okay. I had no way accuse Mickey Loomis of being a solid decision maker. Just ask Howie. True. But you notice something? Where does Howie go for players? Because he knows Mickey Loomis can evaluate. Okay? Goes to New Orleans. Does he not? Okay? Here's something that I think is going to play out here. All of a sudden, the Saints are winning. And the Saints are put. The Saints play no one. They're going to win 12 games this year. Depending on, what is it, three games tomorrow? They don't play anybody. They're not going to need them. How about this one here, Tone? You ready? How about this one? Lee goes to Gail Benson, owner of the Saints, and Mickey Loomis, the GM. Tell you what, you get John Gruden to drop that lawsuit, that $200 million lawsuit, that he's going to win? We'll work him back in. Okay. I think John Gruden would do that. This guy loves football so much. Instead of taking the risk of going to court, he goes into a he goes and goes, all right, that's all right. Before you know it, 
John Gruden's back coaching in the NFL. They're working him back in. They're working him back in. Through the Saints and through a consulting role. Hey, uh, Weapon goes, the NFL is like the Coliseum. Put the gladiators in there and the players better hope they survive. Hey, get, get, get this. The NFL, man. If this guy was a racist to the NFL, shouldn't every single organization never talk to him again? So, like, do, do you, like, like, here, let me go here with you. So, like, if you're the Saints and you got a promotion night, do you hire David Duke to run your promotions when you know he's a clan dragon? Or are you trying to trying to improve his his resume? What do you, when you know a guy's a racist or he's well, either he is or he isn't. What is he? You're not hiring David Duke. Right? I believe you wholeheartedly. This is the truest conspiracy theory. The dark basement of the NFL is Cilio's wheelhouse. (laughs) Tone, you're either racist or you're not. People make mistakes. We know this. We see this. We hear this. You know it. So either John Gruden is or he isn't. Which is he? According to the NFL? Well, he was with the Raiders, but now not with the Saints. Huh. Okay. <laughs> well, it's easy. I'm not. See how the NFL confuses you? A slip of the tongue is one thing. Numerous emails? Yeah, because numerous emails, you're putting thought down on, hey, Somebody say something stupid. Hello. That's a given. Somebody writing it in an email, spelling those words out, big lips, shit like that, N-word, you got a problem. That's a problem. That's like Stern trying to tell you he's not a racist. You sat down with a producer and did blackface. You sat down with a producer and made fun of some Southern black people. I believe all that shit. That's not funny. That shit's not funny. I I don't, I never thought that shit was funny. Even Jimmy Kimmel's thing. That's not funny. (laughs) It's not, it's insulting. You imagine being in a room football players and something pops up and you're a white guy and you got to sit there and go oh god it's embarrassing (laughs) imagine spell checking trying to save Gruden and he raised (laughs) it totally true so like when he wrote the n-word and I you know what 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 and spell check came in they're even telling him you sure you want to send that 
screw that. Yes. <laughs> Dude, when I write when I write text messages, it comes back and goes like this. This is the proper spelling. I don't def I, I don't defy it. Oh, okay. You spell it that way. Oh, all right. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel too, man, doing that stupid shit. That's not funny. I never laughed at that stuff. It's not funny. That's not funny. Okay? Richard Pryor's funny when he makes fun of Italians. Get over here. You know, they like, you know, they're like hugging you. Goofing on Italian. That's funny shit to me. When Richard Pryor's doing, like, I think it's Sunset Strip. I freaking love him. He's my favorite comedian. <laughs> Stick him up. No, this, <laughs> he goes, these mob guys just go like, just look at the kid here. It's all right. Pay everybody. That's all right. Funny shit, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't get, I don't, I, don't I, I never got that. Why Gruden is now back in the NFL. Like Tone said a couple weeks ago, Sills, he's a great coach, right? Yes. Some players backed him, right? Why still have that? Also right. Also right. Why? Let me get someone else. Could you get anybody else? How about getting Jay? You just, that's the kind of shit again. You, hey, the two things that really have been wacky when it comes to the coaching hires has been the Matt Patricia hire by the Eagles. The Gruden hire is like weird. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the, the whole Jonathan Gannon not being ready for the Super Bowl and stabbing the Eagles in the back. Okay. Let's see here. Hey, I mean, oh, hey, it just—I I don't get it. I, I and I'm with you on that. All right, let me go here now. Let me go back, and I want to—I want to—I want to reset this. Where is that sheet? Here it is. Here's, here it is. Let's do this again here. Oh, this is even perfect. As we get ready for my friend Gary Cobb here, I got I, I to gotta say this. So, so they sign Miles Jack and they sign Zach Cunningham. May I say this to you? Don't you believe that this is an indictment that they don't believe they have enough bodies in the building right now. That being said, he's at a charity event. He is my friend. It is Gary Cobb. How's the event going, Gary? Uh, it's, it's going well. You know, it's going well. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> got some struggles out here, but that's okay. <laughs> How many golf balls lost? We had to go. Oh, well, I mean, who's counting? But no. Uh, <laughs> There've been a few. There've been a few lost, but everybody's having a good time, and that's a good thing. You know, uh, we don't want to take it too seriously because uh, 
There's nothing to, t to take serious out here. <laughs> just right, anyway, just having have, a good time. We're, yeah, we're having a good time. And uh, we got a lot of the guys out there it's for a good cause. So, Gary, let me get your thoughts real quick here. Um, what's your what's your take on why they brought in Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham? Well, I clearly think that they don't think they have enough at the linebacker position. You know, uh, uh, you don't just don't have. I mean, you have very little experience. I mean, Moreau has played, but he played for a bad, you know, uh, uh, a bad team out there in Chicago. They didn't stop anybody. That was the only time he's played. He, he was he's a converted safety. You know, you got uh, you, you're really asking a lot of you know. Um, Nicobe Dean, you know, to step in because he's got to be really the mind of the defense. He's pretty much calling the signals. And then, you know, he, he's also, um, you expect him to step in. He's never played on the NFL level. He's got to step in. And you know what people are expecting is, you know, they want to go back to the Super Bowl. They want to see the same defense that played last year, at least the same quality. So you're asking these guys who have never really played on that level yet in the NFL where it's everybody stepping in. So I, I knew they were going to try to get some type of, uh, get some linebackers in here who at least had a resume, you know? So you think that they can play on that level because uh, teams are going to go after them. You know, they're going to go after them in the pass game. They're going to go after them in the run game. So uh, I, I really wasn't surprised at all that they went out and they, they acquired some linebackers. In fact, I think they'll take a look at them and if they're not, happy with what they see, they might uh, really, you know, try to go even higher where they willing to give up more for uh, a linebacker because you got an offense that's a Super Bowl offense. Yes. I mean, they, they really, in a lot of ways, will, will probably, they might be better than they were last year. You know, oh, because yeah, they, I, I, I think the offense is going to carry this football team. Yeah. But, but, Gary, do you agree, now looking back on it in hindsight, it was a mistake to let TJ Edwards go. Wouldn't this have made more Wouldn't this made more sense? Edwards and then put Nicobe Dean at a Sam or a Will to bring yeah. him along to make him a Mike maybe next year. I, I agree. That's you know, I mean and, and they you know, I mean, he got like what seven million dollars now. Seven billion dollars is a lot of money, but not in the NFL anymore. So why not re-sign him? I you know, I I thought that the uh I thought they made a mistake there because T.J. Edwards was um, maybe, you know, um, maybe the most valuable player on defense because he made a lot of plays. And he also, um, he, you know, he's calling the defense and, you know, he's a smart, experienced guy. And, and I think Nicobe can do this in the future, but he's inexperienced. So you're asking him that, you know, you're going to throw him in there and ask him to hit the ground running on a team that, you expect to go to the Super Bowl. Now, that's a lot to ask out of a guy who's just kind of his rookie year. How about this, Gary? Right. I would I would say this to you. I have more concern over replacing Kaiser White and T.J. Edwards than I do C.J. Gardner and Javon Hardgrave. I have I – have, because we brought in talent in the safety position. They're probably still going to look at that position as well. But, I mean – you're talking about almost 300 tackles between those two guys. Yeah, I, you know, um, without a doubt, I think that, you know, I knew they were going to do something because when I go to the practice and you can see, you know, guys not sure about what they're doing, you know. 
So I, I knew something was going to happen. And uh, I think they just kind of, you know, overrated or, or, or really, um, I, I guess, you know, they look at the linebacker position as if it's not important, but, you know, it has a lot of importance. You know, maybe you don't have three linebackers or four linebackers on the field, but you got two. And they're making a lot of tackles where if they don't make that tackle, you got another big play. So, you know, they got to cover the backs. They're going to have to cover the tight end. So I, I think it's very important that they, they make sure they get some quality people at the position. I know you got an event going on right now. I'll ask you only two more questions here. So let, no me, let me let me let me throw this at you. I love what you just said. So you think because there's no money tied into this, there's really no commitment with Cunningham and with Jack that if these guys don't work up, they'll elevate the commitment if they feel suited that they may have to go get a, somebody out there and make a deal for somebody that's younger and maybe a little bit better and got more gas in the tank. Well, you know, there's some other guys. Yeah, out. I agree. I mean, there's some other guys that are, are to be had because you got some teams that are going south, namely down there in Tampa Bay. I mean, Devin White's been talking around and, you know, uh, so – I could see where if they don't get what they want, then they'll go back to the well, you know, and be willing to give up more because, you know, you don't have but so many chances when you got a team as stacked as they are offensively. And really, they got a lot of great pieces defensively, too. You've got too much there to where you wouldn't be able or willing to say, you know what, we were, we're going to put a lot on the line for these years, and I'm talking about, you know, this year, maybe next year, probably, you know, and you've got Jalen Hurts uh, playing like he is, and, you know, that offense, I mean, it's sizzling out there. Those guys are playing together. Uh, you know, they, they've gotten used to each other. And then defensively, you've got a lot of outstanding pieces. I mean, look at your corners. you got two Pro Bowl-level corners. You know, you got a pass rush. You still have an outstanding pass rush. And so you got all those pieces in place. And would you let one or two positions, would you let, you know, a couple of guys stop you from getting there? I don't, I don't think they're willing to do that. I know the city is, is thinking that way, and I think the Eagles are thinking that way, that they're going to be willing to do whatever they have to do to take advantage of this opportunity. I'll save this last question for you here. Um, do you think the reason that they went out and made these two moves at linebacker were because Dean got hurt, and what they've seen on film with the entire group, that's kind of why they are going down here now in addressing it more so because, I mean, yeah. it's the first week of practice, Gary. I mean, yeah. it's the first week of practice. He got he got 20 more weeks of these ago. Yeah. I You know, I think that they, uh, without a doubt, I, I think that they realize they got an opportunity and, and they're not going to uh, let, let it go uh, just because, you know, the, the issues at linebacker position – and I think from looking at the guys, uh, you know, they, they like what they've seen in Dean. They know they're asking him to do a lot. But when he got banged up, you know, right away they – Thank God that's the last question. <laughs> it wasn't surprised uh, at, at the move that they made. Uh, and as I said, I think they'll do something else if this doesn't work out. So, I mean, look – I mean, you got – let's say you need 20 pieces and you've got, you know, 18 of them, you're going to try to get those other two if it means having an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. So they, they know that they're very special. They got a very special, talented, uh, a really a quality team in mostly all those positions. So they're going to make sure that a linebacker does not cost them. So 
if, if this doesn't work, they're going to do something else. And, and a wide open NFC for them because there's not a lot of great teams in that. You're going to want to take advantage of this right now. Keep hitting them straight or straighter. That's right. <laughs> hey, thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. We'll catch you next week, my friend. All right, buddy. Have a good one. You got it. That is our friend Gary Cobb. He's at an event there. We so appreciate it. We're going to take a timeout, come back, and I want to hit on some of the things that he said because I liked it. So we're going to go in stages here a little bit. Are we? We're going to go in stages a little bit, you know, when it comes to, like, how we're going to look at. So on August 7th, we're going to go through stages at the linebacker position. Jesus Christ, this thing should have been addressed months ago. We'll hit on that. Don't forget our great friends at Hooters. 35 years strong, our fabulous rate relationship. And we can't believe that we now have an official home for the upcoming season here. And that is the Hooters in King of Prussia. 35 years strong, I've been telling you. My relationship goes back with the original owners, the folks in Atlanta. And the National Football League's official home is King of Prussia. And we're looking forward to seeing each and every single one of you out there. All the great specials, 40-year anniversary, 1983, all you can eat. Kids eat on Saturdays for free. Happy hours. I mean, weekday happy hours. Simple. Six items, six bucks. Miller Lite, tall draft. Coors Light, tall draft. Blue Moon, short draft. Fried pickles. Try the fried pickles. They're crazy great. Six items, Six bucks, 240 North Gulf Road, King of Prussia. And when you go to Hooters, King of Prussia, make sure you do me a favor. Tell them Big Sales sent you. Passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. <clears throat> go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. the greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 
58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to look. Fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. E A G L E S. Eagles. I just thought about the shitty linebacker room you have. And I started thinking, and someone someone asked me on my Twitter just now, Dan Cilio Show, um, well, how many teams have great linebacking cores? Shit, I just wrote down these. 49ers are superior. That kid Greenlaw, he's not even the best player. He'd be a superstar in San- he'd be a superstar in Philly. And he's on he's on the other side of Warner. Um that kid David with the Buccaneers and White. They have superior linebackers to you. Those two, those two teams come off the top of my head here. Um, that kid Demario David down in the Saints. The Saints have a superior linebacking room than you. The kid Milano with the Bills is better than you. The Sea the Seahawks with Bobby Wagner is better than you. Why didn't the Eagles sign Bobby Wagner? Why didn't the Eagles sign Bobby Wagner? Are you crazy, Greasy? You don't have a linebacker in your room close to the names I just said. You think you have a linebacker in your building as good as Levante David or Matt Milano, who was the all-pro linebacker? He was the all-pro starter next to Warner. I'm not naming bums here. You ha- you want me to name bums? Here, I'll name bums for you. Oh, wait, I won't because I'm, I don't want to get anybody nauseous here with your starting core of Nicobe Dean, Nicholas Morrow, Miles Jack, Zach Cunningham, Christian Ellis, and Sean Bradley. Those are bums. Levante David, you think you have one player in the room like that? Our linebacker grew better than last year, 100%. See a guy like Anton? That's rat poison. I stay away from it. That's like the roach motel. Anton right there with that take is like a, it's like a roach motel take. That's, that, that's poison. That's that poison you hear. Poison. Look at, look at, I love this one. Hey, this is great. Arthur goes to Kobe Dean. Pro Bowl. Of what? IR? How do you make the Pro Bowl on IR? How do you make the Pro Bowl on IR? Is he practicing or is he still in a boot or what is he? Is he in a walking chair or is he in a Paul Pierce 
wheelchair. <laughs> I don't know why I brought the Paul Pierce wheelchair out tone. It just seemed appropriate. <laughs> I don't know, man. Every time I think of the wheelchair, I think of Paul Pierce. Don't ask me. I don't know. Hey, 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 look at JM. Investing in linebackers is for losers. Well, you'll find that out this year when you got to play some of these teams to throw to backs and to tight ends because you ain't got shit. You're going to find that out. <laughs> he denies. <laughs> oh, that's what I think he did too, man. I think he, uh, I think he dropped the. The little deuce coop in his draws, and he had to sit down. That's what I think, too. But, hey, who's keeping score? What happened to Paul Pierce in the wheelchair? I think it was the little deuce coop. But, hey, who's keeping score here? Yes. Ellis has never had a chance. Big Sills. That's unfair to call him a bum. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry for being unfair. Miles Jack over TJ Edwards all day, every day. So Anton believes that Miles Jack's going to have 160 tackles and 100 solo after being fired in Pittsburgh. Rat poison. <laughs> hey, Niners, Nicobe Dean is a shwimp. You know, he's like a seahorse. Like a little seahorse. You know the seahorses you have in, like, the tanks and shit? You know, a little seahorse? And that fish comes around and gobbles his ass up. He's like a little seahorse. He's a shrimp. Little dudes get bit up, beat up by big dudes. The shrimp. <laughs> oh, but, hey, Gary did say this, though. So here's what we're going to do. This is Gary's take. So they're going to test out Cunningham. Oh, and by the way, look at what, who, who said that, My, who's the person that says Miles Jack um, over TJ Edwards all day? Who's the guy? Hey, how about this? The Bears have a better linebacking group. Than the Eagles. Terrell Edmonds and what's his name? Or what's 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 the, the kid Edmonds from the Bills and TJ. The Bills have, I mean, the Bears have better linebackers right now. They have better linebackers than the Eagles. Terrell Edmonds. Or Jermaine Tremaine Tremaine Ed, uh, Edmonds. Yeah. Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards are a better linebacking core than uh, the Eagles have. First-year coordinator. You take your Mike linebacker out, wipe out all those stats. And like Gary Cobb said, he was probably the MVP of the defense last year because he kept it all together. Sills, you were a bust. Stop the BS. Dean is unknown at best. What does my situation have anything to do? Well, then I should know what a bus looks like. You want to go there? Sure. I should know what a bus looks like then. I'm a professional bust, according to you, right? 
Well, I should know what one looks like. It's him. Jack has better career stats. Look it up. Guy got a $7 million raise in Chicago. Your guy has no money behind him. The Eagles didn't give him a cent. You want a job? He's making camp money. Do you understand that? No signing bonus. Do you know what that means? I'll tell you what he's making. How many years has he been in the league? I'll tell you exactly what he's making. NFL veterans on minimum pay for training camp, weekly salary. Okay. He's making $3,500 a week. That's some commitment. No, 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 no. 2.5 doesn't kick in, jackass, until the start of the season. That's your season. Not now. Preseason and camp, that doesn't work like that. You do not get paid like that. That starts in September. None of Jack's money is guaranteed. Zero. That is his salary for 2023 if he makes the team. He's making 3500 bucks a week. And so is Cunningham. That is what you're making. Camp money. Thirty five hundred a week. That's your starting Mike linebacker. I bet. I wish I made thirty five hundred bucks a week. Tom. <laughs> oh man, he's making two point five. No, he's not. Got to make the ball club, Junior. Oh, man. That's why those guys, don't you understand? That's why Sue and Joseph last year didn't come to camp. They were not going to come to camp and make that money until until the season started. 10-year veteran like that, it's not going to work for $3,500 a week on a minimum deal. They gave him $2 million. Yeah, when the season started. That's why they signed him during the year. Bargain. How does Howie do it again? Signing bums. Where was the elite linebackers when we played the championship game against the Niners? Well, that's not what that was. You had an elite group. 
led by a guy who knew what what he was doing. And by the way, no one ever said he was elite. You have nothing near good. That's the problem I'm telling. That's been the problem I've been trying to convey to you. You don't have an elite linebacker. Last year, you had a really good one, two of them. And you think you're going to replace them with dudes making 3500 bucks a week. That's asinine. And you had guys in front that every guy that was in front of those linebackers, the guy got a $20 million raise. The other guy made 14 line, $35 million were in front of those linebackers last year. 35 million between the 14 that um, Fletcher got and the 14 that $30 million Hardgrave got. TJ Elite, who said that? That's the point, Callie Green. You had a guy that was really good and he's not elite who made seven million bucks moving away from the place. It got a raise, and you got to replace 160 tackles with a guy who's got 32 snaps to his name. There's no hey, hey. Let me go on to something that had some common sense on the side of just sitting here talking to some of you assholes. Um, I'll say this. I'll, I'll go here, here. Um, Gary now is saying this. Hey, so if this doesn't work, we're going to try something else. Batman goes, Seal's getting, I'm not getting mad. No, I just move on because it's dumb talk. You can't, you can't continue to talk to dumb people. So I'm just going to ignore it. It's all good. I don't get mad. on. That's you guys. I don't get mad on sports talk. Sports talk? It's sports talk. Okay. Have a good dinner. Little Chardonnay. Little Keani. <laughs> Give a shit. Sills, what situation would you rather be in, the Eagles or Niners? I'd rather be in the Eagles because I got a quarterback. Even though the Niners have a really great roster. And once again, I'll say this about the Niners. If the Niners allow, here, let's do this. If the Niners allow that quarterback situation um, to be, again, the end result and why you don't win the Super Bowl this year. That's a colossal letdown all around organizationally. They're, personally, and I think that's what's going to happen again. I think the 49ers are going to win 12 games. Now, is that going to be good for home field? I don't know. But, dude, you can't let another year go by where you just let that position unaddressed. Now, maybe, hey, Niner. Maybe this is the new philosophy, what you're going to do now since the whole Trey Lance thing is blown up. Maybe what the Niners are going to do is this. Can we get to a Super Bowl with Nick Foles? Can we get to a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? Can we get to a Super Bowl with Sam Darnold? 
and build a gigantic roster and have a gigantic team with all these great superstar players and let's roll the dice and see if we want a Super Bowl. Are you going to do that? You could. I don't know if that's going to be the, I don't know if you're going to be able to outscore a guy like uh, Patrick Mahomes though in a Super Bowl, but you're, you've got the best defense. You and the Jets are the best defense in the NFL 49ers in like the Eagles don't have one guy on their team. Let me think that about that defensively. You don't have one safety. You don't have one linebacker. Your defensive tackles. Could Fletcher start next to Hardgrave in San Francisco? Yes. Fletcher could start. I think Reddick has to start on the outside. Um, the corners might start, but everyone else would not. Okay. They have the best metal line. They have the best Mike linebacker in the league. They have the NFL defensive player of the year. They have top safety in the league. Were they strong, you're weak. Okay. Um, I would say this. No bigger bust than 40% of the defensive plays a game Jordan Davis, but you delude Eagles fans want to praise him as the next big thing at DT. Who's who's praising Jordan Davis? Who's who's praising him? Who's praising Jordan Davis? Steve Puff. Marshmallow guy better show up this year. Supposedly, he's a slimmed down marshmallow. <laughs> How could you be 25 and fat? I mean, I don't get that. How could you be 25 and fat? I get being old and fat. 25 and fat? I don't get it. Miles Jack better than Vander Esch. That's so dumb. This guy here, man. Hey, you hey, you want your IQ to drop? You just read some of Anton's like super chats. You want to lower your IQ? You read his super chats. <laughs> or 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 Arthur's. He got Heisman votes. Great. <laughs> he he uh, uh, yeah, okay, great. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of holes to fill next year. Seals, do you think Miles Jack can be more than just a band? Umberto, I think if you play him at the mic and you play and you switch positions and put Nicobe on the perimeter, I think you're better off out there. Okay. I think you're better off doing it that way. That's how I would do it. I would I would I would want to see Miles Jack get some inside reps. And to force feed it's not going to work. I bet Jordan Davis is less than 10% body fat. Okay. I bet he ain't. So you think a 360 pound guy, 348 pound guy is less than 10%? Doubtful.
Hassan Reddick is a linebacker, so he can cover? That wasn't the case a year ago. He was horrible at it. He's not fat. So the biggest thing with the guy was his conditioning. And now he, he, he slimmed up, laid off the Happy Meals. Okay. Being fat, dude, okay, is a lifelong commitment that you have. Being in shape all the time is something that becomes a daily thing for you. It's not just showing up and camp in shape. It's a lifestyle. So he changed his lifestyle? I sure hope he changes his production because he's not been for the last five years. I agree, Big Sales. I, Jay, all I'm saying is I would have loved Edwards and Dean. I think that would have been a nice tandem. I think that would have been a more productive tandem. Jack Edwards and Van Der Esch, all 82 on Madden. <laughs> you got a guy making $7 million a year. You got a guy making $7 million a year. Hang on. And you got another guy, Miles Jack, making $3,500 a week. Madden 82. <laughs> this is hilarious. I've had a lot of fun today. Had a lot of fun. No, Jam goes not for seven. Well, get this: you're cheap at running back, you're cheap at safety, and you're cheap at linebacker. It's not a lack of talent. You're cheap, and, and get this: here, here, Tone, think of this one. So you want your running back, you want your quarterback to run less. So what do you do? You go cheaper on backs. And you try to steal somebody, which I think they did. You see, the one thing you had with being cheap last year, you had a, you had two good players. Okay. And the Chargers did not want to let Kaiser White go. Why don't you sign Bobby Wagner? Why, why didn't you sign a guy that was second-team All-Pro? You want to pay him? Okay. Well, we're going to see how that pays out. How, how that pans out. We've already seen what happened today. Total indictment on the fact that your linebacking room stinks. They had to go out because they didn't like what they're seeing on film. And you had a coach even trying to come in there and cover it and try to tell you that, hey, we've done an indictment on our room. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Wagner didn't want to come here. People go anywhere for dough, dude. I just saw a quarterback two years ago sign a contract to go to Cleveland. You play, hey, 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 Tone. Would you play on Pluto if we gave you ten million dollars? <laughs> hey, if I gave you ten million dollars. Would you play on the moon? <laughs> what ring do you want me to play on? I'm there. 
that thing comes around every Sunday, I'm ready to rock, baby. Yes, sir. Love it. My God, are we going to have a lot to talk about. How you doing, man? You know what? I'll tell you this. Tone's taught me a lot. I was like, hey, I thought the owner was doing it. That dude's won one Super Bowl sales. I'm a spoiled man. I want more. Let's go here. I think Jalen's going to have a big season, though. And I'm going to agree with Tone on this. If I really, with Lamar and with Jalen, I think I do have to land on the side of Jalen Hurts if I'm going to build my team around one of these guys. Just the decision-making. He may not be the athlete that Lamar is, but you think Brady's the athlete Aaron Rodgers is? I don't. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming aboard. Xander, Big Joe, we thank you very much. Tone, kicking ass, man. Just killing it. And I apologize for not mentioning you last Friday, so I make up double here, okay? Just absolutely kicking ass. Don't forget, three to six tomorrow, and we shall catch you on the flip side. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.